episode 005 of the Energy Edge podcast. Hey everybody, this is Cliff Ravenscraft from podcastanswerman.com and you are listening to The Energy Edge with my friend Brian. This podcast, my friends, will help you take your life to the next level. Welcome to The Energy Edge podcast, where we believe if you desire to get the absolute most out of your work and life, then finding your energy edge is a must. The Energy Edge podcast will help you learn to leverage your everyday major activities into an energy advantage so you can work and live at an optimal level. So let's begin. Welcome to episode 005 of the Energy Edge podcast. We are thrilled you came back. And you know what, Treva, my co-host, I'm glad you came back as well. Well, were you surprised that I came back? No, but I'm glad that you did, and I hope that you continue, my friend. <laughs> I hope I do, too. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> just kidding. I hope I will be here. Of course, I'll be here. So let's get started. I just want to give a quick review uh, from some of the inaugural episodes that we've discussed. In episode 001, we talked about six compelling reasons uh, why we should have an energy edge. In episode two was your interview, Brian, and your story, which was amazing. If you haven't seen it or heard it, um, please go back and listen to it. It's great. In episode 003, uh, there is a very real thing called the exhaustion cycle. And in episode four was my interview and story. And just like I mentioned about Brian's interview, if you've missed any of these episodes, we encourage you to go back and listen to them. You know, that's just kind of givers we are, my friend. And before we dive into today's content, a quick reminder of the exhaustion cycle so we know where we've come from to know where we're going. So there's three phases of the exhaustion cycle. Busy, I can't stop now. I'm hurried and my energy is dispersed. It's all over the place. And phase two is beat down. I can't take this. I'm now stressed and my energy is decreased. And then the third phase, which is burnout. I can't keep going. I'm officially done and my energy is depleted. And if you missed the exhaustion cycle episode, we encourage you to go back and listen to episode 003. And you're also able to get a copy of the exhaustion cycle by going to energyedgepodcast.com forward slash exhaustion cycle. And the energy edge cycle, however, is the solution to the problem of the exhaustion cycle. It's an a different way, another way, and a better way to live life. Right. It, it produces more results, better results, and you feel so much better in the end. So the energy cycle is what we should long for to replace the exhaustion cycle. You know, I, I consider it the preparation to the pain in your, <laughs> ask me not to go there, Treva. <laughs> I just want to make sure we, keep, we remain a family show here. Keep it G-rated. Tis true. But seriously, the exhaustion cycle is a pain that needs to be resolved because most of the time we're living in it, we are so busy and we're getting to be beat down. And then we get to that dreaded burnout stage. So we're talking about this energy cycle. Can you tell us exactly what that is, Brian? Yeah. So let's work through each of the three phases of the energy, the energy cycle. Rest, which means stop for now. Oh, yeah. In the afternoon right now, it sounds so great. Just rest. Stop for now brings me a lot of peace and hope. In rest, you know, it's become a four-letter word. Our society does not promote rest at all. It's downplayed, and I'd even say it's almost villainized. But rest is the recharge for the body and for our mind. You don't believe me? Go hard until you've crashed, 
and you're exhausted. What is the only thing that brings you back from the dead? That dreaded four-letter word, rest. But when I rest, my energy is recharged. And recharge comes in two different ways. One is the quick hit charge. This is plugging in to get a quick bump in energy. You know, a quick example of that, I'm an Apple guy. So when I have the larger charger, um, larger charger from the iPad, Treva, and I use that for my iPhone, man, I get a, a much, much quicker charge out of it. In a matter of a few minutes, boom, I could take it on the go and I've had that quick hit charge. But number two recharge is the trickle charge. This is that low amp, that long duration, full charge. Patience is sold separately. Right. You know, this is when you need a, a deep, deep recharge. Uh, maybe it's the vacation for two weeks or the long, long rest that gives your body what it needs. The quick hit charge and then the trickle charge. Mm, I love those. The trickle charge is hard to do, I think, um, but it's, it's the longest lasting. I, I love that. So, Absolutely. So what does rest now stop for now involve? Can you tell us what that, what are some of the things that go into that? Well, there are three parts to rest. Number one is sleep. I mean, we all do it, but the degree of quantity and for that matter, quality is all over the place, especially for a high performer. I mean, sleep is viewed as optional. It's a necessary evil. Um, it's an easy place to steal time in overall. I would say it's very, very undervalued. But when we sleep and see it as one of the highest sources of energy, it's only then will you get that trickle charge, that high benefit gain that only sleep can provide. Right. And our, this Energy Edge podcast will focus extensively on the subject of sleep since it's one of the big three in finding and developing an energy edge. So there's going to be a lot more we're going to talk about on sleep. So the second part of rest after sleep is what? It's breaks. And I define a break as what, Treva? <laughs> I love this. Move the body, rest the mind. Move the body, rest the mind. This is one of my favorite sayings that you have, and I, and I implement it all the time in my life. And you know, and the biggest pushback we hear all the time with breaks is, I don't have yeah, time. Uh, imagine that. You know, it's one of those where I don't have the time to take a break. It's very short term, and it's myopic thinking. And if people choose to take a break at all, they do the opposite. They rest the body and they move the mind. And so let me give you an example of that. I mean, they stay seated, let's say it's at their desk, and they move from one screen to another. So if it's saying seated, they're not moving the body and they are not resting the mind because now they're just moving to another screen, let's say from the computer screen to a phone screen so they can scroll social media or check personal email. But a true break is designed to move the body. And what I mean by that, that could be something as simple as standing, stretching going for a walk, but the operative word is move. Another break is taking some sort of Sabbath. And you know, it's a religious term, but it's also a term of meaning just rest. It's taking a break. And a personal example for me is I work really hard every single weekend to do a digital detox. And for me, that means leaving alone email and social media for 24 hours. And again, whether it means um, you know, Saturday night to Sunday night or Saturday afternoon to Sunday afternoon, but I'm not checking email and I'm not getting sucked into social media. And what a, what a benefit of that resting of the mind it provides for me. What about you, Treva? Yeah, I think um, I love that term Sabbath because I think I started something, you know, a long time ago, really out of irritation because of watching other people do this. You know, everybody's answering their phone. They always have it pulled out. They have it whether they're going for a walk or 
And people get irritated at me because when I'm with somebody or I'm taking a walk, I take a Sabbath from always being on. So I don't answer the phone. I don't answer text messages because I need to have my brain, you know, free from all of that technology. So, you know, resting the mind really also means to stop concentrating and letting it roam free. So we have an entire future episode dedicated to why taking a break is actually more productive. But for now, the third part of rest after sleep and breaks is what, Brian? It's margin, um, downtime. Margin means space to breathe. It's choosing not to run nonstop, but space to allow you just to kind of catch your breath. It's that, ah, not meeting after meeting or call after call. It's that little bit of space. And downtime means time to be, time to be. It's the non-doing part of the program for us doers. I mean, downtime is relationships. Downtime is hobbies. Downtime is having the margin, that space to breathe, to just be. And to be honest with with you um, right now, it's actually the three parts of rest. This is my weakest by far. I'm notoriously a great doer and I'm a lousy beer. Oh, wait a minute. But you are a great wine-er. Oh, come on. Come on. A little vino <laughs> reference there. I'll, I'll give you some props. Barely. <laughs> but, getting much, but getting much better, obviously, when you live in the energy cycle, correct? Absolutely. You know what? Um, so when should we do downtime, Treba? Downtime is small on weeknights and for sure large on weekends. Uh, Really, it's amazing when you engage in downtime, how much energy comes from this seemingly unproductive time, like you talked about before. Yeah, and it's it's hard to do. I mean, in the evening times, we can just do a little bit. You know, just if it's time with our family or with our kids playing, or whether it's working on a hobby or reading or whatever we do, just a little bit. But it's that time for just just to be with other people and to allow the mind to be able to rest. And then obviously on the weekends, trying to get larger chunks of that so we can really, really have a break. And sometimes, ironically, I'm the most creative after downtime, as crazy as that sounds. I'm recharged in a different way, which puts so much back more into me. And it's kind of that, but wait, there's more bonus of choosing to rest with having this margin, this space to breathe, and then having downtime, time to be. I love that. I love that space to breathe margin, space to breathe and downtime, time to be. So after rest, stop for now, we move to phase two of the energy cycle. And what is that, Brian? It's refuel, put back in. So energy takes from us and requires something to go back in. And when I refuel, Treva, my energy is renewed. I'm now ready to put the right things back in. And unfortunately, most of us don't do that. We, we take from our body and we don't renew and put things back in. And when we do, we put the wrong things back in. And we want to talk about putting the right things back in. And there are three parts to refuel. Number one is nutrition. Now, ah, yes, there's a direct correlation between food and energy. And if you doubt this, answer one or more of these three questions. How much energy do you have when you skip meals? So you think about breakfast when you drink a caffeine breakfast or lunch, you're just too busy and you skip a meal. How much energy do you have or not? Number two, how are you affected when you eat a heavy or lousy lunch and it just sits there in your stomach? How much does your energy get affected by what you just ate that was bad? Or number three, how do you feel when you eat a healthy, energized, producing lunch or even the right snack? Hmm. Well, you're definitely speaking to the right person here because I believe that we must see nutrition as a huge source of an energy edge for sure. 
so I, I love this. Our focus on nutrition is four letters, if you can remember these, M-T-H-C, M-T-H-C. And I tell my clients this all the time, make the healthiest choice, M-T-H-C. It's, if you just keep that in your mind, making the healthiest choice. So we're talking about nutrition and the second part of refuel then moving on would be what? Fitness. And with fitness, I'm absolutely amazed and maybe just even a little bit horrified at just how little people move these days. I mean, we start in the car, we wake up and we're sleeping in the bed and then we sit down to eat. And then we, uh, in our day, we get in a car and for, if we have to do a commute, we sit and then we sit all day potentially at a computer. We sit on the way home, we sit down for dinner, we sit in front of the TV and then we lay down to go to bed. And it's amazing how little we move. I mean, we're so less active than we used to be and need to be in our everyday lives. So moving produces energy. Moving can be as small as standing or stretching, whether you're in an office or you're at home or wherever you are. I mean, next level would be walking. Um, then the top two would be running. So think cardio, uh, lifting, think strength training. You know, I, I love these because we talked about nutrition and we talked about fitness. And as you're talking here with fitness, I've already worked out today. But as soon as we're done doing this podcast, just because I've been sitting at my computer for a while, I'm going to get up and just go for a walk around the block. So sometimes that's all it is, right? I'm actually going to rest my mind and I'm moving my body, but I definitely need to do that as a little bit of a reset. So yeah, that's I love an example, that. Treva, because I mean, sometimes within our days, I mean, we can kind of correlate breaks in fitness a little bit here, where I'm just taking a mini break where I'm moving the body. Here's an example of that on the lesser end, just something to get active again. But it's just a matter of, like we said, most of the time we just sit there and, and we rest the body by sitting on our, in our goof. Mm -hmm. And the next thing you know, we're, we're, you know, engaging our mind back again. And this is tying in breaks and also fitness. And there's this area where we're doing some movement and we're doing whatever we can to move more. Yeah, absolutely. And I will throw this in. It's really cold here. Uh, I'm in Omaha, Nebraska right now. And so I'm not going to give anybody any passes on this. I'm going to wrap myself up with, you know, a scarf and hat and gloves and go for a walk around the block. I'll be fine. I just need to bundle up a little bit. So it doesn't, there are, really are no excuses. <laughs> so anyway, I love this. After we talked about nutrition and fitness, the third part of refuel so we can get back on track is what, Brian? It's personal development. And this seems like, huh? But nutrition and fitness recharge the body. And what we're talking about here is how to recharge and, and refuel. And, but personal development recharges the mind. So time is always the enemy on things that are important and things that are good for you to do. And usually personal development is almost always at the top of this list. And I found that most people's philosophy on personal development is more hit and miss. Two words that would describe how I define personal development, uh, intentional learning. And for something to be intentional and you want, to be, want it to be maximized, you have to develop a plan, which is what I call a PDP, personal development plan. So let's just talk about that for a minute. Here are four different C's to help you clarify a potential PDP, personal development plan. Number one is consume. This is what I read and hear on a daily basis. So think books, blog posts, magazines, podcasts, audiobooks, etc. Number two is courses. For me, this is online courses that, that help me continually develop and to grow. And there's so many great, rich courses that are out there and one that, that we'll be posting pretty soon. Third is coaching. Hiring someone ahead of me for a season so, they, so I can get to where I need to go 
And oftentimes this is, can be expensive, but it's also unbelievably worth it. And sometimes with a little bit of a price tag, I know I work all the harder to produce and get what I can out of that. And I could not be, speak more highly of coaching, individual coaching, group coaching, mastermind group coaching. And then number four is conferences, opportunities to learn and network with like-minded learners that are on the same journey. I try to go to at least one or two conferences a year, and it's a great way, but all these consume courses, coaching, and conferences, thinking ahead is what would be considered a personal development plan. Absolutely. And I can vouch for you on that. I know you, you definitely take time out for that and it makes a huge difference for you. I, I've seen you. Uh, reference lots of things from conferences and um, coaching and all that. So yeah, it's, so I'll say the third and final phase of the energy cycle after we've rested, stop for now, and refueled, put back in, is what, Brian? Is to re-engage, get back out. So after you rested, stop for now, and then you refuel, you put back in, it's time to re-engage. It's time to get back out and do what you do. And when I'm refueled, my energy is replenished. I'm getting back out there, but this time with a lot more energy and positive energy. And re-engage is when we redesign the rhythms of our lives to kind of fit our own individual lifestyles. I love that. Can you repeat that line for us? Yeah, it's re-engage is when we redesign the rhythms of our lives to fit our individual lifestyle. So redesign, we're already doing it and we have a rhythm to each of our lives. And so we're just looking at how do I, how do I redesign that, which is in this re-engage um, category, this phase so that we can fit our individual lifestyles. So, I mean, everybody sleeps, everybody eats, everybody moves at some level, for example, but when and how are very individualistic. And when we re-engage, we come into the energy cycle at just a higher, higher level. And it's vital to the success of the energy cycle. So there are three parts to re-engage. Number one is a plan. This type of detail in rest and refuel, it doesn't come or it shouldn't happen on accident. And when I quote, fit it in, you never fit anything in just for the record. This requires a, a kind of a customized plan that works within these rhythms of our lives that we've been talking about. So whether you create this one on your own, this plan, or you hire a coach uh, like Treva or myself to help you develop it, a plan is key to your succeeding in the energy cycle. So after a plan, I've got to implement it. This is the do part of the program here, energy fans. It is not enough to just have it on your schedule. This is the action side. It's the go time to get her done. And you'll, get, you'll be so much further ahead of most people if you do this part of the plan and implement. But if you choose to do this third part, which is evaluate, it's going to take you to a whole different level. And this is when we look at the plan and ask, how do we do things differently? How's it working? What worked? What didn't work? And what can I change or tweak to make it better? How's it going? What worked, what didn't, and what can I change or tweak to make it better? And this is how do we adjust things? And Tony Robbins calls this CANI, C-A-N-I, and it's an acronym for constant and never-ending improvement. And this is the energy cycle. Thank you, Brian, for that. Wow, lots of great information. And so what I want to do with all that information, let me just review the three things that you talked about today. Uh, one was rest, stop for now, right? My energy is recharged through sleep, through breaks, margin of downtime. Two was refueling, putting back in. My energy is replenished through nutrition and fitness and personal development. And then the third, you're going to re-engage. You get back out. 
My energy is renewed through planning, implementing, and evaluating. And again, if you'd like a copy of the energy cycle, you can go to www.energyedgepodcast.com forward slash energy cycle. Let me say that again, www.energyedgepodcast.com forward slash energy cycle. We believe sleep is foundational to develop an energy edge. It's challenging enough to be productive and creative, especially when you're tired or even exhausted. But what if you had a quick guide to give you a jump start, something to point you in the right direction? That's the exact reason for the sleep guide called Sleep Your Way to the Top, 10 Secrets to Getting Better Sleep. To download your free copy, visit www.energyedgepodcast.com. That was www.energyedgepodcast.com. You can also find the link in the show notes. Now, back to the podcast. So let's talk about the actionable items. These are the what nows, because obviously we love to be able to give content, but at the end of the day, you got to do something with it. So number one, how about we start with taking a break somewhere within your day to move the body and rest the mind. So chances are when you heard us talking about that, you're thinking, man, sounds good. I just got to try it. I don't, I don't even care if you try for five minutes. Try at least five minutes to move the body and rest the mind. Okay, so that's action item number one. Number two is, what is one thing that you used to do for downtime that you're not doing right now? And it's something that you absolutely loved and that you can begin to do again. So the one thing you used to do for downtime that you liked and loved, you're not doing it right now, but that you can do it now and start to do it again. So let's wrap this episode up. Well, I'm really excited about the next episode, actually, because we'll be interviewing the co-author of a great book on sleep. Yep. And the book will not put you to sleep. It will actually encourage you. (laughs) And, um, you know, Terry Crawley will be with us. And I had the privilege of getting to know Terry through the successful entrepreneur online conference that I hosted this past fall. I mean, she's a fun interview and she's a wealth of knowledge on sleep. So now come back for her episode 006 next week and learn what we're talking about here a little bit more on, on the rest portion of the energy cycle. So each week, um, one of these few weeks of the launch of the podcast, we're asking a favor of you. If you've enjoyed the podcast, please subscribe and, and then rate and review the podcast. Many of you have been so gracious in doing this for our request, and we are so humbled and grateful. You know, and Treva, you know, it's something we've been doing each week here and it may seem repetitive, but uh, mm-hmm. we just want to get the word out. I mean, this is new to us and um, iTunes recognizes it, especially in the new and noteworthy, you know, when somebody subscribes and they have downloads and they rate and review. So it's just something we would love if you're willing to do. If not, you know, just fast forward to the end here, skip the last 30 seconds. But, yeah. uh, you know, we want to people to find this. And uh, Treva has been offering a bonus for somebody who's willing to do that for us. And we're switching it up a little bit here this week with the bonus. So Treva, why don't you tell us what it is? Right. So this bonus you're going to receive, of course, from myself, from Living Tree Health and Wellness. But we're switching it up this week, and it's the top 10 tips to slow down. I think you'll really want to read it because they're the how-tos. So you've listened to content, and now you know we've talked a little bit about what now. These are going to give you some what nows. So the way to do this is to send a screenshot of the rate and review to Brian at brianpaulbuckley.com. And if you spell it incorrectly, what will happen? <laughs> Nothing will happen. It won't go anywhere. <laughs> it's true. Brian with a Y. Well, we're, we're absolutely humbled and honored if you were to take the two minutes to do this. And uh, we want to thank you for making it to this point in episode 005. We're going to try to do better next time here. 
and uh, begin today to get into the energy cycle and get your energy edge on. 